Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for the week of March 10th. This week we welcome Erwin Rivera, who makes his comeback at Titan FC 53. This plus a whole lot more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. 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 GNC, we're go. Down here, go. Control, go. 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 We are go. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're go. Fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode here of The Roman Show. Your host, Rodolfo Roman. Uh, on this week, we have Erwin Rivera. He is making a comeback after a very, very scary injury he suffered last year at a Titan FC show. He broke his leg. He's back. He recovered. In fact, he didn't need any surgery and any medical procedure. He healed up on his own using uh, several natural uh, nutrients and minerals and vitamins. And he explains to us how that occurred. And overcoming any mental setback. Uh, it's a great story Erwin Rivera shares as he gets to return to the cage against Fazar Stajodinovic this Friday at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Myself, I'll be out there ring announcing. Make sure you check it out. It's going to be a great night. You also have the rematch between Gustavo Balar and Juan Puerta for the featherweight title. As you remember last time on Titan FC 52, these two faced off inside the cage and there were fireworks. So God knows what's going to happen uh, this time around this Friday on UFC Fight Pass uh, at the Extreme Action Park uh, in Fort Lauderdale. All right. Make sure you follow us on our socials. At RomanDH is uh, my personal account. Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram. And The Roman Show on Twitter. Now, I want to let everyone know that you can also follow us or subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash rromano201. We got some great interviews there with Juan Puerta and Luis Baboon Palomino. That's right, he's returning back to action overseas. Hear what Palomino is talking about as he makes his uh, return to the cage overseas. Uh, a very well-known, popular fighter down here in South Florida. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and kick things into gear and talk some pro wrestling with Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a... Kurt Angle has announced that he will be in his last match this WrestleMania. It's a coin flip to see who is going to face him. We don't know. Some of the names that are being thrown out there. Samoa Joe, who is the current U.S. title champion. Uh, You also have John Cena. If you remember, uh, that was John Cena's first match when he took on Kurt Angle. So it will be kind of nice to... Kurt Angle welcomed John Cena, and then John Cena uh, bids farewell to Kurt Angle 
uh, phenomenal worker, phenomenal wrestler, both on the mic and inside the ring. And Rey Mysterio, that would be a great matchup too. I mean, those two had some great matches um, in the past. Uh, but Samoa Joe, many people are saying because of that long history they had in TNA, they feuded, and boy, did they have a, a great feud, Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle. But I think my money's going to be on John Cena. John Cena has been has been that guy that appears at every WrestleMania to take on someone very meaningful, whether it be The Undertaker um, or something of significance. And why not Kurt Angle? Um, I'm sure he has been a mentor to John Cena when he came into the locker room of the WWE back then. Um, so why not have John Cena bid farewell to the legend of Kurt Angle one last time at WrestleMania 35 in New York? It, it just makes common sense. Who would you like to see ja, uh, Kurt Angle take on for his last match at WrestleMania? Send us an email, info at theromanshow.com or tweet us at the Roman Show, and we'll go ahead and share your suggestions here in the program. And by the way, we're giving away free tickets to the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash rroman201 or our Instagram account, Roman Show Media, and we will hook you up with a pair of tickets to the fair, which opens up this Thursday, March 14th. Ronda Rousey said, you pay me 60 bucks, I'll show you how to do an armbar. That's exactly the turn that she's uh, taking on as we are getting closer to WrestleMania. She's going to be taking on Charlotte and Becky Lynch with her Raw Women's Championship on the line. And what a 360 that Ronda Rousey has made. She came in all smiles and now she is just an ultimate heel. She has that whole Brock Lesnar type of look. Only difference is that she has the mic. I think it will be just a little better if Paul Heyman were to on behalf of Ronda Rousey. I think it'll make her a lot tougher and bring that Brock Lesnar-ish type of feel to it. Not not that Ronda Rousey's not doing a good job on the mic, but I, I feel that having Paul Heyman there just adds a little bit of extra notch. And I see sometimes Ronda Rousey gets a little bit too emotional. You know, it, it, it's like she's about to cry. Having Paul Heyman is just a perfect person to speak on behalf of Ronda Rousey. Just saying, WWE, she would be great to have a manager in Paul Heyman. I'm just saying. The Shield made their last, for now, because they always say the last, but then somehow they get together, their last match together at Fastly take on the individual members. Of course, we know Seth Rollins taking Brock Lesnar for the title. But we don't know who is going to be facing Roman Reigns. It seems that Drew McIntyre could be his challenger or his opponent. As far as Dean Ambrose, we don't know, considering that he, it might be his last WrestleMania. We don't know his future. Uh, as you recall, not too long ago, it was mentioned that Dean Ambrose is not re-signing with the WWE. So it'd be interesting to see who they put him up against. And, and if that will make a difference in perhaps changing his mind and signing a contract with the WWE. Two guys, though, that will not be returning to the WWE is Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Gallows and Anderson uh, re- refused to sign or rejected an offer from the WWE. Putting my money right now that you will see these boys in AEW. And you know, rightfully so. Since these guys came to the WWE, I remember the first time they appeared, they, they, they jumped or attacked a tag team. And then they, they tried to build them up as this 
ultimate tag team. And then it just fell off. Yeah, they won the championship. But after that, you really didn't hear anything from them. AEW, I'm sure, will really put them to the test and allow them to be... And look, we don't even know if they're going to be on WrestleMania. We don't know anything. And I think that's the cool thing about this year's WrestleMania is that we don't know on who. But this time, we don't know. Bobby Lashley just won the Intercontinental title. Who is he going to take on? Finn Balor? I guess. Sasha Banks? Bailey? Who are they going to defend their titles? So many. Uh, Samoa Joe? Who is he going to defend his title against? The tag teams, you know, both, both the tag team champions, who are they going to take on? We do know Miz and Shane. Uh, we know Triple H and Batista, Seth and Brock, the Women's Raw Championship. But who's Asuka going to take on? We don't know who Asuka's going to defend her title against. There's just so many names, so many people, and really so little time for these guys to compete in WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan, is he going to take on Kofi Kingston finally? That's all going to be determined over the next couple of weeks. And I think that that is really what sets this WrestleMania apart from others. It's really a, a, a an enigma. You don't know who or what it's going to be on the card. We did find out, though, that Alexa Bliss is going to be the host of WrestleMania. All right, Erwin Rivera is going to join us right now on the Roman Show to talk about his Titan FC fight coming up this Friday against Lazar Stajodinovic. If you have not seen the injury he suffered against uh, Adir Terry last year, I was there personally and I saw it. And I'm telling you, it was a very scary situation. He he was removed from the cage in a stretcher, and wow, you know, I I listen, and you'll hear this interview. He got emotional, but how is that guy walking today, kicking, moving the way he does? I don't know, but that just shows you that he's not just a a person who's strong physically, but mentally. And to overcome an injury like that, I think, in my opinion. Is the most important part you need, and that's mental strength to overcome any adversity, because that's what it is. You're seeing yourself a person who's used to running, moving, shaking, kicking, and all of a sudden, you're basically disabled. You're you're on one leg, and he overcame that. He tells us a story and how he did it naturally. Coming up next on the Roman Show. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show, March 15th. Titan FC returns with another stellar fight card, uh, including the rematch between uh, Eddie Ballard versus Juan Puerta for the UFC Fight Pass. But also on this card is the return of Erwin Rivera. Last year, he suffered a, a very scary injury, but he's back better than Aaron. Erwin, how you feeling, man? I feel good, man. I feel good. Uh... I'm really just grateful more than anything, though. I'm grateful to be able to get back in there and do what it is that I love. Um, it was it was a hell of an experience. Uh, it was definitely an eye-opener, and uh, I understand why it happened. And um, I'm very grateful for it. Um, anything, I'm all healed up. Uh, I did it all. I went through the whole thing in uh, surgery-free, thank God. And um, the whole bone reconstructed, it regrew, and I'm even kicking with that thing now. So, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with how the recovery went. So, 
I mean, I, I gotta tell you, that was a scary moment. I mean, they, they took you out on a stretcher. Everyone in that building was just, you know, praying for you, man. But uh, yeah. you said you understand why it happened. Why, why do you say that you understand it? You know why it happened, this, this injury? I mean, um, you know, we're all, we're all in this shit together, man. This, we're all in this thing called life together, you know, and um, sometimes things happen not necessarily to us, but they happen for us, you know, and um, everything that has ever happened in my life, I've always turned whatever negative thing happened in my life, I've always turned it into a positive. And I've always tried to understand why it happened. Why? Why did it? Where did it? Where did I go wrong? You know, what? What was the act of God for this? What was the lesson in this? You know, and uh, and I and I realized what it was. You know, I I have a very tight circle around me now. You know, literally when you break your leg and um, you know you, you really can't do anything and you know especially fighting. You know, you you you, you really find out who your real people are. You know, who your real family is, who your real friends are. You know, and um, I'm very grateful for the people that I have around around my circle, and uh, I try to keep a very close circle. I try to keep it very, very tight, very close. You know, and and I don't want other people around me too much. You know, I I focus on what I need to do on a daily basis, and those people that are riding with me, they're they're my brothers, man. They believe in me, and and we're in this together. You know, so. And I I, I understand that that must have been a very important part of you recovering because you need that love and support. So. Uh, there was no surgery, you said, so you healed up on its own? That's pretty remarkable. Yeah, man, I mean, uh, crazy, bro. Like, like I said, you know, I understand why it happened, and uh, and I'm very grateful more than anything to be able to have an, uh, a surgery-free recovery. I did it all myself, you know. I, I know a lot about health and nutrition and uh, a lot about natural remedies and and. And I, I took a lot of vitamins, a lot of minerals. I ate the right food. I exercised it daily. The recovery process was incredible, man. It it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. You know, I never ever want anybody to go through what I went through. You know, because not just a physical a battle, it's a mental battle as well, man. And, and it's it was truly one of the hardest parts and one of the lowest lives in my in, in my point and my point. Of, of, of living and um, you know I'm just grateful with the whole thing man like the the, the, the shin recovered the mark stronger than, than than my other foot you know um, and more than anything I you know the, the one person that was there went by my side every single day motivating me to get better was, was my daughter wow. you know I literally remember like coming home you know and, and feeling like complete shit and, and they pre they're, they're prescribing medication and shit like that and and I'm not big with that, with those things. I never took those things. I never liked taking those things. So, you know, I just threw those away. And literally, I, I literally cut my cast off after three weeks. Because I remember sitting on the couch one time and my daughter running around playing. And, I, you know, and she looked at me and she just gave me that look like, like, Papa, you got to get up. And I literally cut my cast off, bro. I wow. cut that shit off, man. And I just started walking. I just started walking, man. Literally, little by little, bro. I started walking, man. It's crazy. That, that's amazing, dude. You know, to find that 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 energy, you know, that positivity within you, and of course having your daughter by your side. I mean, that that that's a, that's just a, a very emotional uh, moment that you're sharing with, it, and I thank you for that. So, three weeks, you start walking. Now you're at a hundred percent. I mean, uh, again, this is like a, this is like a storybook. 
uh, tale, if yeah. you want to say, you know, because you did this stuff yeah. with no surgeon or nothing, and, and when you look at a, at, at a at an injury like that, many fighters never recover. But here you are, you did this stuff naturally. So, but what exactly did you have? Did you, did you literally just pretty much uh, uh, broke your, your shin? That's what happened. Well, what happened was, um, you know, I, I talked to the doctor over and over and everything, and uh, what happened was that uh, the way it, the way that the angle played off, it was very big. Um, what happened was, like, uh, we were fighting, and everything was good, everything was perfect, and the way that my uh, fight stance was, it's more of a boxing fight stance, you know, and uh, my right shin, which was the one that I broke, um, the right lead leg is, uh, it was pivoted a little, a little slightly outward to the right, you know, so, uh, so if, if you can really visualize it with, with me, you know, like, uh, as a, as a fighting, as a southpaw, with my right lead foot, uh, my right leg was pivoted out a little bit to the right, planted uh, just enough, just enough, so that when he hit me, when he hit me with that, with that leg kick, you know, he hit me at the exact perfect moment, as my foot would, had weight, um, I had all the amount of weight on, on my right foot, uh, you know, I was, I, I was pushing all the weight on my right foot, he hit me at the exact moment, at the, at the perfect time, and at the perfect angle, and the, the, the leg, the shin just broke, literally. Wow. It, it just broke, and uh, it broke completely in half. You know, after the first time, I try to walk on it. That's just me, that's just me being the fighter that I am. I try to walk on it and continue. And I'm never one to just, like, sit there and lay and pray, and that's it, like, I can't do it no more. Like, unless something really bad happens. And I, that shit, like, I try to walk on it, and literally, I, I felt the bone snap. The minute he hit me, I knew the bone broke. I knew it was broken. But then when I try to walk on it, then shit just literally collapsed. It, it completely tore in half. And uh, that was it, man. It, I was done. You know, I couldn't fight. I couldn't do anything. You know, and three weeks later, I started walking. Um, I exercised it. I exercised it every single day. Um, on top of that, I uh, I took collagen, peptides. Um, I took uh, bone supplements. I took. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of calcium, vitamin D, drink a lot of milk. I uh, eat a lot of okra. Um, I did a bunch of natural remedies and everything that really helped my, my shin heal faster. And um, I exercised it, and little by little, man, it just, it just, it, you know, I was, I'm very grateful. It just got 10 times better. It got 10 times stronger than it was before, you know? Wow. So when you walked in the, when was the first time you walked in the gym and, and, and were, were throwing kicks? And how was that uh, the experience? First time I, the first thing, it was, it was nice. You can imagine, right? <laughs> it was uh, it was about, I would say, um, I, I really w I wanted to be smart. I wanted to let it heal good. So uh, I took uh, at least, uh, it was about three weeks. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, three months until I until I threw uh, my first kick. You know, um, I made sure that I let it heal properly. I didn't want to push it too much. You know, um, I had, I was scheduled for a return earlier. But I'm very grateful with the way things worked out. You know, um, about a year to recovery was pretty much the the creme de la creme. You know, that that the bone find my my final day of x my final X-ray day was because uh, I was getting X-rays every week. It was um, probably about like uh, let's say five months ago. So uh, we healed up pretty good, man. You know, it, it literally is like a like a book. And I always say to myself, I'm gonna write a book one day. You know, and and my story is still just beginning, man. I've I'm, you know, I've had a lot of setbacks in my life, and 
the past two years have really been, you know, it's been so difficult, man. It's been so difficult because I've been dealing with a, a lot of personal issues and uh, a lot of negative negative people in my life, and uh, I got rid of them, man. And and now I'm I'm free. Um, I'm doing what I love. I'm doing it with the people that I love. You know, I have my daughter that I have. You know, and 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 I'm just I'm ready. Like now, I feel it. It's now my time. You know. I feel like now is my time. It just feels right, you know. The energy already started shifting since the since this year began. Since I did what I had to do to 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 feel the way that I'm feeling, you know. And I feel I feel it in the in, in the air, you know. The energy is just is a shift that a lot of good things have been happening to me, and, and I'm very grateful, you know. And I I've changed a lot of things in my in my fight camp. I started working with IHP uh, strength and conditioning program over in Boca Raton. Uh, amazing guys. Those guys train, uh, you know, they, they they train athletes like uh, professional basketball players, professional football players. Those guys are amazing, man. The the, the way that they they're working with me is truly remarkable. Uh, I'm I'm still over there with my boxing guy. Of course, I'm over with Henry Hooft, you know, with those guys. You know, I I do a lot of traveling every single day, but uh, you know, I, I have I have faith that it's all gonna work out and everything is gonna go go how it's supposed to be you know i worked really hard for this fight and uh and i'm ready i'm ready man i'm expecting the war nothing less and nothing more you know so and where and, and where are you training now where's where's your main training camp now my main training camp is always at uh henry's gym at um over in hard knocks at right. extreme action club it's in uh with uh hk boxing over with henry hooft and all those guys those guys are my brothers man they, they're my rider dies man I, i'm always with them you know, um, I train. I train there. I train also with um, with Jorge Rubio. Um, boxing, I box over in Miami. Mm -hmm. I've been with him for about, I'd say, almost coming up on two years now. You know, so uh, finally, you know, I feel like my hands are finally starting to look like a legit boxer. You know, so uh, I have a lot of surprises and a lot of little little tricks that I plan on showing in this fight. You know, and. Uh, you know, like like I said, man, it's gonna be a very very fun, interesting fight. You know, um, very tough fight. You know, but uh, it's gonna be an amazing war. It's gonna be an amazing fight to watch. You know, so it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a, we're gonna put on a good show for sure. And well, you're gonna need it because Lazar loves to box. He loves to treat and and bang. He's for not sure. more of a of a guy to go to the ground. So is that what we're gonna yeah. see from you? We're gonna see a a stand up war. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like, uh, like I said, of course, you know, you know, you know how I, how I fight, man. I, I love using my hands, you know, I love my hands. So we're definitely going to stand there and bang, man. It's going to be fireworks, um, you know, but, uh, you know, like, don't, don't, don't get it twisted, man. This is MMA. This isn't boxing. That's, that's one thing that I learned in my last fight. This is, this isn't boxing, you know, this is MMA, you know, um, we, we want to use what we want to use. But uh, initially, you have to be smart. You have to be smart with what you do, you know. And um, and I'm, I'm I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to box for sure and have fun. But I'm going to mix it up, you know. I'm a mixed martial artist, and I'm going to show everybody what I can do, you know. Like, people have only seen little bits of pieces of greatness of that, that that's come out in some of my fights, you know. They've never really seen the complete package. They've never really seen what I can really truly do, you know. Those those that know me, they know they know what I can do. To those that don't, you know, they they have yet to see what I can do, you know. So I I plan on throwing everything at him. I know he's gonna keep coming forward. I know he's gonna he's gonna be tough. He's gonna be a very tough guy. But I expect nothing less, you know. I expect nothing less, you know. 
I expect nothing less. It's going to be, like I said, a fun, fun fight for the fans and uh, for me as well. So, you know, can't wait to do it. Well, when I, well, I can't wait to see you back in action again. I'm, I'm sure you're going to be a very emotional person uh, walking down the aisle to the cage for the first time since your, uh, your injury. And I think everyone in the building as well will feel that energy. So I want to wish you good luck. And I know both you Thank and you. Lazara are going to deliver a very nice fight for us here in Fort Lauderdale. March 15th, live on UFC Fight Pass, the return of Aaron Rivera after that uh, that injury. It's, it's amazing. One year after, and he's back at it again. Yeah. You know, that's 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 a reason for you if, if you're a person that uh, you know, is in the couch, doesn't have any motivation, doesn't want to do anything. Just look at Irwin as a perfect example. He overcame a, 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 a tragic injury in this sport because a lot of people don't come yeah. back after this. Both, uh, and, and I think yeah. more... More mentally is the difficult part than the physical part because you got to get for your sure. brain going again, saying, hey, I can yeah, do it, not be afraid. Sure. So, Erwin, thanks for so sure. much for your time. Yeah. Can't wait to see you back inside the cage. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. There you heard it. Erwin Rivera versus Lazar Sayodinovich. You do not want to miss that fight. It's going to be awesome. I, I, I can't wait to see Erwin uh, inside the cage. I'm, I'm sure he himself is going to be emotional to see himself once again in the cage. When at one time, you know, he, he thought that that was it. He said to himself, it was the lowest point in his life. Uh, but he's back at it again. He came back. Kudos to you. Looking forward to seeing you in action. And both Lazar and Erwin can strike. So, expect a really fun fight between these two guys. Conor McGregor uh, was arrested in Miami for allegedly taking the phone of a man who was taking a picture of him and smashed it. Now, he was charged with strong arm robbery and also a charge of criminal mischief. Now, he went on Twitter or Instagram and said that he's going to practice on one thing that he needs to be a better person, and that is patient. We all know that he is a short-tempered person. You recall what happened when he smashed into uh, throwing things at a bus in New York trying to get to Habib Normagadev. But, you know, Connor is Connor. He's not your typical uh, nice Samaritan here. He's not going to be walking around taking selfies, signing autographs. He has a temper. You see it all the time. <laughs> what he does on camera is, is him. I mean, you see all those tantrums he's taken. He's done. Um, call me crazy. But after Habib's fight, where he lost, where has McGregor been? He hasn't competed. Yeah, he made money. But where has he been? What has he been doing? Well, apparently he was training here in South Florida, as it's pretty much we know. So I think in a way, as sick as it sounds, this gets some publicity. Oh, that's right. McGregor's still around. He's training for a fight. There's been rumors about him putting up against Donald Cerrone, but nothing official. So in a way, this kind of adds uh, or points the light towards Conor McGregor and reminds everyone that, yes, Conor McGregor is still competitive and he will soon return to mixed martial arts or into the octagon. It's just a matter of time until he faces perhaps Donald Cerrone, which makes a lot of sense complete sense to have those two go toe-to-toe inside the octagon. What do you think about McGregor's arrest? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? 
Or do you think he's just being a schmuck? At the Roman Show is the Twitter account. Tweet to us. We'll share your opinions here on the Roman Show next week. Junior Dos Santos defeated Derek Lewis over the weekend. And now he's talking about getting a fight against Francis Nongano. That makes complete sense. Nongano just knocked out uh, Cain Velasquez in the first round. And I think it's a great fight. The fact that both these guys are strikers. Just throw everything about jiu-jitsu or anything. Just throw that out the ground. These guys are going to just try to knock each other out. So that will be a really fun fight. Now, the heavyweight division itself, you know, Daniel Cormier, the current champ, um, it's really in limbo. You got all these guys. You know, you got JDS, you got Francis Nagano, you had Derek Lewis. Now he's, he just lost to JDS, but he took on DC. And he has Stephen Miocic, the former champion. And he never got a rematch. I know he's been tweeting about having a rematch, but he hasn't been active ever since he took on DC either. He's just been talking smack on social media instead of actually doing something physical to get an opportunity towards the, the, the title. Now, DC is injured right now, so he isn't able to compete. He's recuperating. The last person that we heard that he was potentially going to take on is Brock Lesnar. Now, you might say Brock Lesnar hasn't done anything. Okay, but to his defense, he is serving a penalty for illegal, uh, an illegal substance usage, right? And he is in the WWE. But does he really deserve the title? No, I agree. He hasn't done anything. He defeated Mark Hunt the last time around. But again, he got popped using illegal substances. But money talks. And we all know that if you put Brock Lesnar in any pay-per-view, you are going to get buy rates. And put him up against DC, which we know clearly, if you're a true mixed martial arts fan, this is a walk in the park for Daniel Cormier. You know that. I don't have to tell you this. We know this. So, I would see DC and Brock Lesnar going at it for the sake of money. But on paper, looking at, at styles and records, Brock and DC just doesn't meet the requirement. By the end of the day, money talks. Guys, again, I want to welcome everyone to Titan FC this Friday at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. It's going to be a great fight card. Juan Puerta and Gustavo Ballar. And then you have, for the first time, combative jiu-jitsu with Burns and Gleason Tebow. You got Gilbert Burns and Gleason Tebow, two UFC guys uh, that are going to be competing for the first time on the Titan FC cage. In a combative jiu-jitsu. What is combative jiu-jitsu? Well, it's jiu-jitsu with a whole bunch of slapping. So this is going to be pretty, in, pretty, pretty fun, actually. And, and, and I myself have witnessed one of these live uh, combative shows. And, and, and the smacks are so loud. You hear the echo inside the building. So it's it's going to be quite interesting to see both of these, these vets, because that's what they are. They're veterans uh, in the sport, compete. In the combative jiu-jitsu. And that's all going to take place this Friday. Colin Luberts. Who is a well-known person in TF Titan FC. He has competed for the company previously. He'll be in action. You have so many great names. That are going to be part of this fight card. And I'm telling you. It's a great time. Uh, and listen. I'm honored because I, I work for them. And I, I was just recently awarded. The best 
ring announcer in Florida. And I and I'm I'm so thankful for it because the 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 stuff that Titan SC is doing uh is awesome. Just just look at the videos, uh the story that they tell. I mean, it just makes you want to go go in there. <laughs> you know, that's that's how exciting it is uh to see these guys uh, in action. Uh again, so Colin, you got Luke Colin Luberts, 3-0 taking on Eric Alekin who is 2-0. That's going to be the opening bout. And that's going to be airing now on Facebook. You got the ladies, Lucy Bertod versus Celine Anderson. They're going to be going at it in a bantamweight clash. Then you also have Mohamed Usman, who is the brother of Kamaro Usman, current uh, welterweight champion of the UFC and a commentator for Talon FC, but he will not be there as he is recuperating from surgery. He's going to be taking on Frank Tate in a heavyweight bout. Mike Graves versus Jared Gooden. This is for the interim welterweight title. And as I mentioned, Porta and Bellar for the main event, fly, the flyweight title, uh, scheduled for five rounds. This is just going to be awesome. Titan FC, March 15th, this Friday, airs live on UFC Fight Pass. So, are, so if you are not in Florida, it's okay. You can check it out on the UFC Fight Pass. But if you are in Florida, there's no excuses. Get your butts to the Extreme Action Park. Get your tickets. All the details are on theromanshow.com. And listen, come next week, we'll be having a great conversation of how good and competitive Titan FC 53 was. And I, I like to, to share something here because the next event in Florida, Titan FC will hold an event in April, and it will be right before, currently is scheduled to be right before the UFC. UFC coming to town here. In April at the BBNT Center, and just a day before, Titan FC will hold an event. Just saying. I'm just gonna leave that there. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you think what can happen. Titan FC, UFC Fight Pass, UFC on ESPN. I'm just telling you, put the put the dots together, okay? I know the UFC is gonna be in Sunrise. Titan FC is in Fort Lauderdale. A little distance, about 20, 25 minutes away. Sunrise is west, Fort Lauderdale east. They just got to cross. But I'm saying, I'm just saying, put the dots together. One day before the UFC, Titan FC will hold an event. I just want you to think about that and sleep on it. We'll catch you right here in the Roman Show next week as we welcome Airwolf, who just made his Major League Wrestling debut in Chicago joining us to talk about his career, how he came about his character, and being trained by Mr. Anderson. We'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard.